Wrestling, a pro wrestling podcast that was created by the fans for the fans. And you're joining us for episode 101. I'm your host, collector, barber, musician, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast and winning Steelers fan, Booker Andy. <laughs> I'm also host of No Sun Wrestling Indie Fan and football lover, Jeremy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we will be discussing and reviewing CM Punk News, Adam Copeland News, aka Edge, WWE Fastlane, and more. But before we get started on this week's episode, like always, I gotta do a little plug of the social media. For general social media, all you want to do is search at the PW fan and we should pop right up. Uh, for YouTube, you want to go to uh, youtube.com backslash at the PW fan pod where we kindly ask you to hit that like and subscribe button, maybe leave a comment, maybe tell everybody that it's your favorite podcast ever and that we're the best wrestling podcast hosts ever, you know, that type of thing. No big deal. For shirts, you want to go to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan where we have five different shirt designs, two Booker Andy shirts, two logo shirts, and then uh, what else do we got on there? And then the face shirt? Yeah, I think that's the other one that we got. Yep. A face shirt? Yeah, of our face, of our big ugly mugs right across it. Oh, all of our faces, that's right. Yeah, all of our faces. And uh, yeah, stick around to the end where we're going to be talking about my classic show of the week recommendation. Well... We took the week off. We had a lot to do. Jeremy and I were both sick, but we're back now. Episode one, episode one hundred and one. Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you, and uh, let's get started on this week's episode, sir. I wanted to start this week off with. We're not going to go in depth. Sorry, listeners, that we missed last week, but because of that, I'm not going to go match for match of Wrestle Dream. But I do want to talk to the guys about you know. Favorite moments, favorite matches. Um, so I'm going to start off. Um, I think we all, this is going to be out of order because it's just going to be off the top of my head. I think we can all agree uh, how amazing Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. was. Incredible. That was great. One of the best matches like that's I've right ever up seen. Tim's alley. Yeah. One of the, one of the um, best matches yeah, I've, I've ever seen. Even for people who don't like... Yeah, even for people who maybe don't like most technical stuff, I thought it was still really great. Because I could, I, like, their chemistry, I felt like it was amazing already. Like, even being the first time. It, it, it was really insane. And um, we'll get into it. Um, if we get into any press conference stuff, we'll go over it. But Brian Danielson basically said that his quote was, you know, this match was to see who was the best technical wrestler in the world. And even though I won... I don't think I'm the best technical technical wrestler in the world. He said Zack Sabre Jr. was doing stuff, quite frankly, that were that was mind blowing. He said that he <laughs> he, blew, he blew his mind. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I think they were doing some stuff on the upcoming week um, that we might get. You know, a second one. You know, Zack Sabre Jr. was basically basically saying that it's not over. Yeah. Um, it might be in um, New Japan, though, like at the Tokyo Dome. The Wrestle Kingdom? Ooh. Yeah. All right, all right. Maybe we'll get that and part three of Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. 
That'd be amazing. That'd be an insane show. Those two, just those two matches. Book it, Booker Andy. <laughs> um, I also want to talk about. Uh, I was really, you know, I've always thought he was like good, but I thought this was one of the better performances. I really enjoyed the Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page match. Hangman was letting yeah. them. Uh, Tim knows who Swerve is now. I know who Swerve is now. I'm not going to be saying who anymore. (laughs) That might just be because he beat Hangman who... Yeah, we all don't like. (laughs) It was a a banger. It was a banger of a match. And, dude, he was over with the crowd. Prince Nana was killing that as the manager. And the the fans were into it. That dance is so over. Who Prince Nana's dance? Yeah, when he comes out in the entrance now, it's like everyone's doing it in the crowd. Um, also during that match, uh, pointed out because I think I pointed out during the group chat, Hangman was wearing some tights that looked a little familiar, uh, little yeah. like his version of Shawn Michaels' 2002 Survivor Series Elimination Chamber brown tights, aka the poop brown tights with the Dutch boy haircut. That everybody remembers. It might be the worst tights, but Tim needs that fig, and it's just been released. I need that fig. I'm saying, yeah. I need it. It's terrible, but I need it. I need it. Uh, unfortunately, Shawn Michaels in that look, winning that title is like a core memory for me. So I need, I need it. I need it. I remember that too. That was that's crazy because those were that was a horrible color brown. I don't know. It was horrible. worse the tights or the haircut. <laughs> yeah, very, that's right. Very both bad, very bad. Yeah. Um, and then I want to talk about one more match. Uh, I just, I guess, doing a top three, unless you guys have a better match. But the main event, two out of three falls, Christian Cage versus Darby Allen, uh, was fantastic. Yeah. I think every, I, I saw a lot of people who didn't like it, which is weird. Really, I thought it was great. Uh, yeah. I mean, I hate the spot that they did with Darby oh, through, getting the thrown up to the steps. It was just like, why? Oh. Why do you got to do that to yourself? I did I did not um, like that. I mean, Christian, Christian did it in the safest way possible, but it still hurts so much. I think he was supposed to do it like a different five minutes. Couldn't lift him. But I think he was supposed to do it like five minutes before he actually did it, and he like looks down and yeah. you can see him be like, nah. <laughs> Like he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like he's like too gnarly. Like, <laughs> um, so in the end, though, Christian Cage would win the match. First of all, I want to say before we continue, dude, this run of Christian Cage. I mean, I think all Ooh, AW fans God, agree he's is so just, good. It's fantastic. This is amazing. Um, it's his best work also, ever. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say ever, yeah, yeah. Um, but the other little thing that happened during that match was Nick Wayne turned on Darby. So after the match, kind of yes, after the match. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, no, it was, was during after. the match, right? It was. It's kind of how it ended. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. During yeah, because he had the belt and then he was about to hit him. Yeah. So Nick Wayne turns on Darby. Christian gets his uh, final fall of the match, and then um, after beating up like him and Sting, I believe. Christian wants to do a yeah. concerto, and then the the state or the arena goes black. There's a video playing of a man walking to a car and driving down the streets of Seattle, 
And then all of a sudden you hear, um, I'm pretty sure it was done by the singer of the band Polaris, but she says, you think you know him, not uh, me. You know what? They actually said it was Beth Phoenix. No, that didn't sound like Beth Phoenix. I mean, they adjusted her voice, but like, oh. yeah, she recorded it. Her and Edge recorded it at their house. Really? Okay. Well, then I read something wrong. Anyway. But yes, Edge's music, the the same exact music he used in WWE, Metalingus by Alterbridge, uh, played probably one of the best entrance uh, songs that is out there in the wrestling world. And the crowd was hot. Um, And... It was just so crazy to see. I mean, you can't call him Edge. I mean, we can, but uh, he's Adam Copeland in in w, in AEW. Even though it's funny, at the bottom under his name, it'll say his Twitter handle, and it's at Edge Rated R. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he comes out there, he grabs a chair, and he ends up hitting Nick Wayne and spearing Luchasaurus as Christian leaves. Um, super. I mean, me and Tim were texting the whole time. Being like, is this the moment? If he's going to come out, it's going to be now. And mm-hmm. then he finally did. And it, it's weird to see him, yeah. but I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but that, that, yeah, I think Tim, Tim actually like said it probably best. It's like seeing a Marvel superhero in a DC universe. Yeah, it's like doesn't it's so weird. Weird. But now it's, it's awesome. really cool. I'm getting used to it. Though. So that do you guys have anything else you want to add to Wrestle Dream? I just wanted to talk about it a little bit before we get in, since we didn't last week. No, I, th- I thought it was a good show, again. Dude, I mean, Edge, it's three Edge three great pay-per-views huge. by AEW in a row. All in, yeah. all out the next week, and then Wrestle Dream. At, at least now they have a bit of a break for full gear, because like, I was going to be like, all right, this has to be the last pay-per-view yeah. for them for a bit. Um, Should yeah, we talk about, great. like, but sure, before we... Review the rest of oh, the yes, show. Should yes. we talk about we talk about like Mussolini? Like Mussolini. <laughs> Tim, I'm going to pass it over to you since I think it's on your Tim radar the confirmed. most. Tim says everything's confirmed. He's looking things up. <laughs> uh, Tell us what's going to, on with the punk. According to Wrestling Observer News, uh, WWE and Punk are in heavy negotiations right now. Uh, some people have said there's. Uh, people in Punk's camp said that his intention is to return, and what I think that means is CM Punk himself probably telling Nick Houseman, "I'd like to go back to WWE." And uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, like, remember that company I like had that long court case with? <laughs> Tim's having a heart attack about it. Um, and then. According to Tim, Punk's already signed. In Tim's mind, he's already signed the deal. <laughs> he's basically he's there already. He's coming. Tell me when I'm telling lies. We'll see when. And there's all show this up. stuff like, oh, Corey Graves is saying all this uh, stuff on commentary that Corey, Corey Graves. I mean, he actually is though. Yeah, Corey Graves is doing the uh, the the other guys thing where Michael Keaton keeps talking about TLC, but then <laughs> pretends that he's not. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, guys, like, don't go chase some waterfalls. He's like, come on! Come on! <laughs> come on! And then Corey Graves will he's go like, on Twitter and be like, you guys are reading too far into this. Like, have you ever not seen this movie? Have you never seen He, that? like, lists yeah. some fucking 80s movie that, like, no one talks about. <laughs> he's just, like, pulling that one line from. 
Like he like Punk literally posted that story with the um, lightning bolt line, and then Corker says it that night, and I'm like, come on, come on. It's like when the, the, Cody came back, it, they had like all those references. He did the, he did the, yeah, dude. When he did the greatest trick the devil ever pulled, I was like, come on, yeah, <laughs> come on. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. Oh my god. As soon as someone says in best in the world, world next, yeah. So that being said, though, next I'll tell you the guys is Crown Jewel, if but Seth, after that, it's Survivor if, Series in Chicago. If set. If Seth Rollins makes one more best in the world reference, it's happening. A hundred percent. He has been happening. doing the best in the world. <laughs> it's confirmed. That's it. JD well, McDonough's so head what? is only getting bigger. It's gigantic. He's a Funko Pop. <laughs> He's a Funko Pop. Hey, Cody said it, not me. That's so funny. And then another person said JD McFunko. Double down. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, so I oh, can't wait to talk about Cody and Jay in the scrum. Oh my god, it's oh, gonna be awesome! So Survivor Series though this year is November twenty fifth in Chicago. The so. best pay per view of the year for my money. I love me some SummerSlam. I love the Royal Rumble and I love WrestleMania. Right, the quote unquote. Yeah, you like the big four. We all like the big four. We all like the big four. But Survivor Series and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving time, just something about it. It's special, special memories. I don't know why. They switched out Is it, Extreme Rules this year for Fastlane. No Extreme Rules this year. Oh, okay. But is it um, is a Survivor Series on a Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. So okay, it's cool. the, the, the day before Thanksgiving? Uh, it's the Saturday after, right? It's two days after, after. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the twenty third. Um, you want to get into raw? It's gonna be a good week. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a big week. Turkey, a lot of food, yeah. and wrestling. That's the best. Rest. Perfect. Uh, let's get into raw this week. Uh, funny enough, as if you're watching right now, uh, raw. Raw opened up last week with a uh, bunch of ladies attacking Nia Jax. <laughs> Which bunch of ladies? I mean, it went, it went from, uh, I think it started with Shayna Baszler, then uh, Raquel Rodriguez, and Rhea Ripley would end up coming out. Uh, but she would grab the mic and say that she's uh, not done until she takes care of Judgment Day business. So, uh, I'm not like most, So basically, this is going to be Jade Cargill's first match, I'm assuming. Against Nia Jax? Like the yeah, because she's gonna be able to come in and be like, "Oh God, dude!" Take down the biggest person. If you ever she's gonna get hurt, to, yeah, I was gonna say if you ever you're listen- gonna hurt her that early. <laughs> if you if you ever if you ever listen to the lyrics of that song, I mean, it literally fits her character perfectly. It says, "I'm not, I'm like, not like most girls. I'm always hitting you with potatoes. Did you know the Rock was my cousin? <laughs> I'm probably gonna hurt you. I'm not like most girls." That's exactly how it goes. Yeah, Speaking that's of the, lyrics, me and, lyric t- me and Tim finally found the official lyrics <laughs> of the game for Triple H's song. We always talked <laughs> about what it said, and then we were like, oh, it actually is like very It's pretty to close. It. It's pretty close. He actually does say little bitch in that song. We were you like a scared does little he? bitch. Like a scared that, little yeah, bitch. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Good. Smoking good. <laughs> 
But, but Tim <laughs> I always thought, thought, was like thought I was just here. Something else. And then I thought, thought I was just thought something I was bitch, but oh, like a scared ass. <laughs> I used to think he said like a scared, scared ass, ass bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then we looked at him. We we're like, you're not. You're not that far off, man. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, so after the Rhea and Judgment Day business segment, uh, we had a Champa and Gunther contract signing for the Intercontinental title, which would be the main event of the show. Then we had a Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura segment. Um, before I go further, SmackDown and Raw this week were go-home shows. That's why you'll hear me kind of go through quick. Um, but we found out that the Seth Rollins and Shinsuke match was going to be last man standing. And during this segment, Shinsuke just basically kept trying to put down Rollins for a 10 count and kept counting over and over again. Uh, then we had a Miz and Drew McIntyre promo. Who Miz uh, pretty much said that, I believe he said, him and Drew are alike, and um, Drew's kind of changed, I believe. Uh, well, yeah. Drew, Drew came out first and gave a promo about... Why he's acting the way he is in recent weeks, I feel like he's going to go heel, but um, maybe we'll wait and see. Probably will. Uh, but yeah, Miz showed up, started ranting about what McIntyre did to him last week. Um, this ended up turning into a match between the two. Good old Miz wrestling in a suit. That can't be easy. Uh, and then the main event was Gunther versus Ciampa. Gunther retained in a really good match. But afterwards, Imperium was attacking, and out comes Johnny Gargano. And the two end up doing uh, some DIY moves. So it's been rumored for a while that they were waiting for stuff to happen to bring back these two and uh, team them up yeah. together. So I'm excited to see DIY back together. Me too. Yeah. And this also, I just remember this point, just because of that, that part, um, there is... News today, I should say, of that Triple H is basically ninety nine percent in control of creative now. Endeavor is behind is his up. creative direction. And so I was like, this makes a lot of sense though. DIY is back together. Uh, He's got uh, Seth Rollins as champ and all this stuff, so um, all he needs so now up- to make it full circle is squash the <laughs> Oh my god. We like Mussolini <laughs> and then it'll be full circle. It'll be great. Full circle. Where's the next place Punk's going to then after that? Impact. <laughs> because he did you guys see the, WWE fighting Seth Rollins backstage. Did, did you see where <laughs> the meme I sent you today that's like, we are here? And it yeah. says, excited, that's what I was joking for, about, yeah. excited <laughs> for the return. And then the return. And then <laughs> great matches. And then gets injured and beats somebody up. And then it starts all over. Again. You guys are going to be the crying CM Punk fan like... Oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, right, Andy. You are too. If Punk comes back in Survivor Series, Andy's gonna send me a picture. Like, one, <laughs> I'll be sitting next to you. All right, <laughs> we'll probably go out to dinner or something before then. It's a big. It's one of the big. Four. Yeah, we should. Yeah, the big four. Yeah, we'll um, all send each other the picture. We'll all be like this. We're all just. Yeah. We're all, all in the same room too. <laughs> put it together and uh, post it. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get into Dynamite. There was a segment that had technical difficulties, which apparently AEW was really mad at the the network for the technical difficulties. You could barely hear the Adam oh, Cole, yeah. Roderick yeah. Strong, and uh, Kingdom video segment. Yeah, this is apparently a TV. 
They played it twice, which yeah. took away time from the Adam Copeland Christian segment at the end. I had to find that online in order to finish it because they played it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But during this segment, that's apparently sorry. That's apparently a TBS TNT thing because they like Tony Khan even said on Twitter. I think they switched to a new system. Or was it Warner Media? They were saying it was like yeah. Yeah, it's, that's been happening to like other shows on their network. I was like, right. guys, awesome, like, get together. Yeah, yeah. So the segment though that we ended up seeing twice was Adam Cole going to Roderick Strong's house. The Kingdom was there. Roderick was in a neck brace. Um, <laughs> These he, are so ridiculous. He got Adam a uh, scooter to push around on because of his yeah. hurt ankle. And then he needs help from Adam uh, re- rearranging the entire house and moving moving the furniture. <laughs> He's like, can you move my furniture? He's like, well, the kingdom guys. He's like, they don't do that. Yeah, so Adam Cole moved Roderick Strong's furniture all around his house, and uh, I guess he's trying to prove that he's still his friend to Roderick Strong. Yeah. I like how when he was about to leave, he was like, Adam! And he's like, ugh, what? He, he was yelling Adam when he got there, and he was like five feet away from He's like, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you're here. Uh, we had a return this week, Wardlow. By the way, I am, I am drinking Spindrift. Spindrift sponsor us. You can get these. Uh, oh my god! Seven days a week, you know, Ugh. wherever they're. Does it where's your muffin? What, wait, what's the problem with Spindrift? I don't know what it is. That's what Punk drinks. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Mark. <laughs> So thirst quenching. Is it sparkling water? For the uh, yeah. for the uh. for the edge warrior. For the edge lord. <laughs> Wait, Andy. Get uh. your muffin. <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the baker you're gonna promote now? I'm gonna um I'm gonna say go to Square One Coffee. Uh, they got muffins. It's a good open. one. I think they're open six they days a week. Jeremy's, Jeremy's like, I'm not mad at that. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, so Wardlow returned this week, uh, won in uh, dominant fashion, and then just left the ring through the audience. He just dipped. Yeah, yeah. But, I saw a thing on Twitter on his like a uh, tape on his wrist. He had MJF written on there. Interesting. Yeah, so I was like, is he not done with him? Um. Well, let's talk about speaking of MJF. There was a Bullet Club Gold promo that took place um, with MJF. Um, First of all, their entrance is awesome with the title. They don't. Uh, yeah. Oh, Enjoy snap. Yeah. Oh, something's happening on Raw. Am I behind oh, you? Oh, my goodness. What's happening? Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was behind oh, you. Oh, snap. Later, flat. Oh, let's go. Let's oh man, go. this is going to be a good feud. We're going to talk about this next I'm, week. I'm down for that. <coughs> I'm down for that feud. It's good feud um, coming up. So we had a what started as a back and forth between MJF, uh, Juice Robinson, and the Guns uh, turned into a sneak attack by uh, Jay White. Um, for those of you that don't know, since we didn't cover it last week, Jay White and MJF have started a, a feud. They had a bit of a promo battle, I believe, the week before. Yeah. Um, and in the end, though, they would lay out MJF and steal his, steal the Triple B, steal his championship. Triple B. Um, but this was a good segment. I uh, I liked it. 
Um, some of the quotes I got here, Austin Gunn mocked uh, Adam Cole saying, who's ready for story time with the Bang Bang Club? <laughs> um, MJF would say, I'm honest about everything I've done in my past because I'm not just a scumbag. I'm their scumbag. Um, after running down a list of his greatest sins. Um, and then Jay White would end up saying, we need a champion that lives up to the name Elite, and you, Maxwell, Jacob Freeman, are not him. No, please. Yeah. The, so the interesting thing is, it's also from last week, I guess we didn't cover, but like, remember at the end of Dynamite with uh, Jay White getting attacked and like the devil mask? Oh, we yeah, we needed to talk about that. In the kingdom. I still think, it, I still think it's Adam Because now it's like MJF said it wasn't him, and he's like, someone stole it. So. That Adam Cole's hurt. Adam so Cole. like... It was hanging behind yeah. Adam Cole when they did when they were yeah, saying... Like, is that misdirection? It's a little too obvious. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> what does what what Booker Andy do then? No. <laughs> or, is it, or is it obvious because we look for shit like that? I mean, everyone found it on on online, so. But I that's feel like, like the it, first thing that everyone said. If you're the type of wrestling fan that we are, you're gonna like look for little things. the The casual person would still oh yeah surprised by something like that, you know. Yeah, and also since we're talking uh, um, dynamite right now, because this week that we're in right now it, um, is actually gonna be on Tuesday. And just because I'm seeing an NXT commercial right now, I I just find it kind of funny how there's one tweet that I saw was like, uh, AEW and WWE going to war on a random Tuesday in October. And it's like the Marvel Endgame scene where they're running at each other. Oh, really? And yeah, because WWE's putting like Cody, Heyman, who else is going to be on there? Undertaker is going to might be Cody, there. Cody, Heyman, Cena, Asuka. Yeah. Um, and then at the end but of the ends promo, with the... it ends with the gong for Undertaker. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? To go up against Adam Copeland's first match. Yeah. <laughs> against Loser, Luchasaurus. Yeah, it's not like I'm it's like, not like him versus Kenny Omega or someone. It's like... It's yeah. Just... I'm like, uh, NXT better win this then. So that's that's when we'll get the real test of... Uh, yeah. I mean, for us... But I don't know if it's a, us, that's not like a real watch. test, though, because that's like a, a super show. <laughs> You guys don't even watch a NXT, so Corny, they're gonna. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Corny had me fucking cracking up. He was talking about. It. He was like, he's like, Edge is gonna trust these motherfuckers to wrestle with him when he had to retire with his broken neck. That's he's what like, I was talking about, dude. I'm nervous for Edge to be in there. He's like, he's like, he's gonna <laughs> wrestle Ray Phoenix and get dropped on his fucking head twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. my god. <laughs> So scary. Ray Phoenix keeps getting hurt. He stays getting hurt. Yeah, he yeah, he has a good run of getting hurt right now. Um, it's a good thing that Edge is facing someone who's sixty five million years old. Oh what he, he said, and then Corny was like, Corny was like, uh, he's like, and I don't want to see Edge versus Jericho. He's like, between the two of them, he's like the age is hundred and six. <laughs> Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. What's their age? Add up to. I know people were saying that, and I was like, "No, guys, no, we don't Edge want to see that." I saw Edge something. It was like the Attitude Edge Era is the in young the AEW. Yeah. yeah, Edge and That'd Christian versus the Young Bucks. I'd like to see. 
FTR. Uh, I'd like to see Edge. Yeah, Edge FTR. versus FTR. I'd like to see Edge versus Kenny Omega. Uh, I'd like to see. Yeah. I would. Li- I disagree with. Look, Cor- I love Corny, but I do disagree with him. I would like to see him versus Moxley. I think that's an interesting. Uh, yeah. Feud. Has he faced Brian Danielson? No. Or I guess Daniel Bryan and Tony. Nope. Yeah, that's another good one. Good one. Do you guys see um, the picture? It's like the attitude era I don't is want, I, in AEW. I know <laughs> yeah. he. I know he was excited to be in the ring with Sting. I don't want to see that. I just. I don't want to see. Him. No, that should be it. Like that. That was the. As much as he need. Yeah. Who do they I got? Who do they got there from Attitude Era? Edge, Christian, Matt, Jeff, uh, Chris Jericho, Jeff, Billy Gunn, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett yeah, Jeff Sting Jarrett, yeah. was part of that era, Sting. just not WWE. It's still yeah. Attitude Era. Uh, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, I mean, on backstage, they got Big Show. Yeah, Big, Big Show, Show. Mark Henry, uh, Jim Ross. The guy, Jerry Lynn. Um, yeah. Rob Van Dam's in and out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's in and out. I saw, I saw an interview like with him afterwards. I don't even think he realized what show he wrestled on for the past. He was like, I wrestled on Collision, and he's like, and, you know, the other show, the AWS. I was like, come on, RVD. Oh I, uh, I know we're jumping around here very ADD, but did you guys see the quotes from Meltzer recently where he said that uh, he was like, AEW is cold right now, and boy, are they cold. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, dude, you never hear Meltzer say that. So that's... Not good if, yeah. if he's saying that. Well, that's been, like, I know you sent it to him in our group chat with the photo of, like, there's, like, no fans, basically, on oh, the other, I, I the don't hard like that. side I don't, of it. When I send those photos, guys, I'm not, like, sending it, like, a, oh, yeah, look at this. I'm sending it more of, like, a, damn. Like, like it sucks. Like, from where it was two years ago or a year ago to, like, now, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because like when you sent that, I saw a bunch of people posting about it too. I actually like was trying to look up. I was like, what what happened? And I know like they are cold right now, but also so AW has been charging a lot more higher prices for the weekly shows, like especially Collision and Dynamite. So like for someone who wants to take like their kids there, maybe and try out the show, it's going to be like over three hundred, four hundred dollars, and it's like not going to be worth it, you know. And I, I will say we are in a time, and it's not just wrestling. I mean, it trickles down, and I'm not, I don't mean that in an trickle economics or whatever, but it does, like, you know, people don't have the extra income right now. Like, uh, I wouldn't say that we're yeah. slow at the barbershop, but we're not the busiest we've ever been. And, you know, you hear about, like, tattoo artists, like, having openings and uh, people that work in spas and, like, there's like some luxury slash service things slash fun things that, you know, with the way things are, people just don't have extra money right now, and they're not they're not spending money on that, especially with Christmas coming up, you know, and people have kids. Yeah, know, they're, they're saving. Yeah, the holidays coming. Yeah. 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 Also, another thing is like AW for some. Holiday. Yeah, for some reason AW with their advertising, they only promote mainly through social media. And, like, you know, WD does, like, the local stuff. Like, they'll go to the news stations or they'll go to, like, the local, uh, like, billboards or whatever. But AEW hasn't been doing that. And they did it for their um, Grand Slam show for the first week. And they increased tickets for, like, a couple thousand at least. I It's weird. 
I, I just think that, gosh, I'm trying to think of all the stuff. I don't think that the behind-the-scenes stuff made people stop watching AEW because I don't think enough people that even watch wrestling would look into it the way they... I mean, they might see, like, OCM Punk got in a fight and he got fired. They might see that. But I don't think, like, everybody is going to know all that stuff, you know? And I'm trying to think of... Besides Punk leaving, what Cody left... I mean, do you guys, in your yeah. opinion, have a theory of why AEW is quote-unquote... And this is Meltzer's words, not mine. Is extremely cold right now? CM Punk. That's your one thing? You think he... It killed it. He's that big. Um, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything, in my happened. opinion, to the casual audience. I don't. I just don't know what happened. Something happened from that media scrum press conference where he basically was like, "This place is a joke," and like, "Fuck all these." <laughs> yeah. Until now, drinking a spindrift, drinking a spindrift. Cheers, but uh, <laughs> what? But something happened from like then and now, where dude, the audience is just like tanked. I don't know what happened, dude. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's. I think also because they added Collision, which is another two-hour show. Yeah, and they also have Rampage, but Rampage doesn't really count. Do you think um, between is, NX do you or think overexposed? Yeah, I mean, I was reading some stuff like that today. Do you think between Raw and SmackDown, NXT, and three AEW shows that there's too much wrestling on TV? Or is it just, if you have to pick, WWE's on fire ever since Triple H took over? Yeah. I mean, there's that, too. But it's also like, if there's a casual fan who's going to choose something, they're going to go to live... They're going to go with something they know. Yeah, they're going to pick the brand they know. So that's also part of it. It's still like a four- or five-year-old brand. That's another thing, too, though. I don't think it can be one thing. I think for so long, AEW's thing, right? Everybody always loved NXT, especially the OG 2013, 14, 15, 16 black and gold. That was the shit. So. No one ever really had any beef with Triple H. Everybody, all the indie fans and like everybody were always like, kind of like, nah, Triple H is cool. So I think for yeah. so long it became, oh, AEW is going to go against the evil corporation and Vince McMahon. And then all of a sudden, Vince McMahon like doesn't really, yeah, he's like around, but like he doesn't really like control yeah. the show like he used to and Triple H does. And I feel like people are like, oh, well. I guess yeah, that's a huge part gone, of it too. If the evil <laughs> yeah, guy's yeah. gone, maybe I'll go back and watch a little. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have that evil corporation feel anymore. Wait, you no. tell me they don't do dog food segments anymore? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of things differently, and they have suffering succotash. Suffering succotash. Ugh. Did we even wrap Actually, up dynamite? No, we didn't. <laughs> Moxley getting injected with the giant hamster needle is classic. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, we didn't wrap up Dynamite. Adam Copeland promo. 
Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's out there, and da, 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 da. so he ran down the number of first-time matches he uh, he could have, which we talked about some of them um, as we were talking about what was going on. Uh, he recalled a conversation with his daughter who helped him make the decision to jump to AEW, saying, go have fun with Uncle Jay. Um, he also uh, gave a shout-out to JR during this uh, in the beginning. Oh, yeah. I like that. Signing nice. into his first deal. Signed into his first deal. Um, and he basically wanted Christian Cage to come out. And so he could talk to him, and he said, even though I know uh, that about you, I still love you, that's never uh, going to go away. And he said, Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne are going to drop you like a bad habit at the moment. They've sucked all the information out of your brain. And he said, you know, it's time for two guys. You know, for two guys, he said um, how he couldn't wrestle for years and then came back, and Christian couldn't wrestle for years and came back. Now's the time to team together one more time and the infamous video that went around was they hugged and christian cage says go fuck yourself and edge's <laughs> face said it all and, and christian left the ring um that was amazing yeah it's great i only have uh i only have one Good question stuff. for both of you yes how's everybody's father's doing Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Christian's the best. So good. Dude. He's the man. I just, I, I was telling Tim this when, when, when Edge debuted. I really hope, though, Edge's stuff doesn't take away. Yeah. And it might not because yeah, he over- one's a babyface, one's a heel, will, and they're doing dude. their own thing. Dude, Christian right yeah. now. But, like, like, even, like. I watched a 13 when When, uh clip of christian's best of an aew and it made me laugh all 13 yeah. minutes yesterday so, <laughs> yeah tim played it for me when i was over that. that's it was, I, i've seen that too that's so funny Tim's also, but like even when edge de- debuted i don't think they even took away from christian mm-mm. like that was his like edges moment but also like christian was still like mainly there tim's also going to bed at nighttime watching the entire first cm punk wwe run <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no, hang on. Couch well, I could hear. <laughs> no, it was the Ace the AEW run. Yeah, but haven't you been uh, watching AEW. the punk matches from WWE too? Oh, I, well, she was well, at least I, making okay. me watch promo videos from from 2011 pay per views, 2012. Okay, it's kind of it's very <laughs> sickening. It's sickening, but so, like, well, well, to be honest, like 2011 and 12, those were like the best years of punk in WWE. So Don't good. feed him more. He was. I was, that, I was. That's what you call white hot. When I was showing Andy some white hot punk. It was a Triple H promo. It was the promo with Bret Hart and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where uh, he's like, I, just, he's like, I remember. We don't want punk- to watch the match. We're just going to watch the video package for the match. <laughs> yeah, we were just watching the video packages for the match. That that's so funny. Good. I still remember when Punk fought Vince McMahon on a Raw, and I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, that uh, was a crazy one. Vince is like, I'm going to show you some respect when I knock you out. It's like, what? Best wrestler. You guys want to continue the show? Best grappler. Wrestler. 
best technician. Let's see how far we can get without mentioning CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna get far. <laughs> um, SmackDown this week. We stand. LA Knight we stand the show. Punk on this show. <laughs> LA Knight opened up the show. Bloodline comes out. Heyman is now full gray, uh, full white hair. <laughs> yeah, for the first time, like ever. He looks so old now. I don't have a Diet Pepsi, but I am moving on now to Diet Coke. Oh, God. <laughs> it might as well have been a punk reference. Um, yeah. So Bloodline comes out. Uh, Heyman ended up giving um, his respect to Ali Knight, saying that he was going to be the next megastar. Um, and so this would end up... Well, Cena would end up coming out because the week before we didn't talk about it because we missed it, but... LA Knight signed the contract to be seen as partner at, at Fastlane. Um, so we would get a, our main event booked for the night, which would be LA Knight versus uh, Jimmy Uso. Uh, we would have a fun segment backstage, I thought at least, throughout the night. Uh, Bloodline and the Judgment Day. Judgment Day were found in the Bloodline's locker room. Maria wants to talk to Heyman, and the gist of it was that she wanted to form an alliance between the two dominant factions. I know. Um, I know we watched this. I know we watched this together. I really liked this whole promo, even though we let, we both joked it was funny that the there's big backstage like, uh, props like, given to Rhea and Heyman for their segment. I read. Yeah, it was really good, dude. It was That's a good cool. segment. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, so I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but I read that it's it's official. So Dragon Lee has been silently called up. He had a great match last week, and he's been he's been crushing it. Um, if you guys yeah, remember, like he came over from AAA to NXT. He's been there less than a year, and uh, I think he's Roosh's brother. Is he? I think. Let me see, Roosh and Dragon. Wait. Yeah, I have to look it Game up. Is on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yes, Dragon Lee and Rusha brothers. Jamie, uh, Jamie, why don't you pull that up for me? <laughs> hey, now let me Jamo. ask you guys this. Uh, I, I, but Jamie, while you're pulling that up, uh, Jeremy, let me ask you this: Have you ever done DMT? You want me to answer? <laughs> and then and also, uh, no. did you know that uh, monkeys actually now are starting to fish with spears? Have you guys seen this? So the the primates <laughs> are starting to graft spears and fish with them. It's fucking wild, man. It's crazy. You guys want That's to basically you what guys the want podcast to is. UFOs or no? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. That was a good impression. <laughs> it's fucking wild, man. <laughs> fucking wild. The Hollywood elite drinking baby's blood. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. I, I live in Texas. Night def- all right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe Rogan. I, I live in Texas, Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> all right. LA Knight defeats Jimmy Uso via disqualification in the main event. The Judgment Day comes out. John Cena comes out. Jay Uso comes out. Cody Rhodes comes out. Clears the ring. Do you think this is a little hint at War Games? I think so. What do you think the teams will How be? How not be? How many? I was asking Tim, how many people are in the War Games match on each side? Four or five? Five, right? Five. 
Tim has seen more war games than me. It's ten in total. Uh, it's five on five. All right, so if yeah. we got five on five, what are the teams? Well, Punk on one. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You think you think he's a secret <laughs> member? Dude, a hundred percent. Are you serious? So you think you, you think <laughs> you get you think you get Cody J, um, L.A. Knight, and CM Cena, Punk. Cena, <laughs> and CM Punk. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that'd be insane. Okay. If they if they do if they do this like like we're not going to reveal who it is until the pay review. It's Punk. It's, yeah, 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 it's definitely like mystery punk. partner. Oh, I'm like, yeah. right, it's punk. And then it's just Carlito. <laughs> um, okay, that's that side. Then who who do you got on the other side? I mean, that, Jimmy Solo. Uh, you get three more. Roman is Roman a part of this, Finn. or do you get Damian Finn Dominic? No, no, no. If you, I think it's those three. Well, I, 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 I agree with you, but I think that if you do get Punk on the other side, that star power's too much. You got to get Roman on the other team to even it out a little bit. So then what two Judgment Day members do you pick? Damien and, and Finn? Damien and Finn. And Finn. Yeah, not Dominic. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dominic, on the outside, Do- Dominic on the outside just to get yeah, heat. To interfere. Triple H has an announcement this Friday. Punk's coming. Shut up. Everything is that. <laughs> Everything's. Um, if we talk I about might, Jay Cardgirl, I'm gonna do. It's let me tell you this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cry happy tears or sad tears at Survivor Series. It's either gonna be the sad tears he doesn't, show he doesn't show up, or the ones of him showing up. Oh no. Uh, Jay Cardgirl, though, will we found out will be on a Raw Superstar. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, we found out in the what pre-show of. Fastlane? I don't know if they actually said there. I had just read it days before Flat Fast oh, okay. that she was going to be, but we don't They're know when she's debuting. Time, yeah. Um, okay, so that wraps up SmackDown. I want to one thing on Rampage. Commander earned a uh, ROH World Title shot against Eddie Kingston on Collision, and then that brings us to Collision. So surprise! Oh, that reminded me of. Sorry, I was gonna say that reminded me of something from Wrestle Dream. With, do you guys hear Moxley on commentary? Yeah, you got fine. I just thought that was. You thought it was awful. I thought it was hilarious. Because he was like trying to curse, and he's like, he can't talk that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he barely talks anyway, (laughs) so it's like he's like he can't talk without cursing. (laughs) And he like covered his mic, and he was like, "Kick the shit out of him." And he's like, swear jar. And he's like, he was coming like, the mic. And, they, and they told him, they're like, you can just hit the mute button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That was just something I, I remember. Cause I thought Eddie, um, Eddie Kingston was on commentary as well. Yeah. He ended up getting fined for the kickoff show stuff. Yeah. Who um, Eddie Kingston did? No. John uh, Moxley. Moxley. <laughs> he said when he commentated later, he said, I got fined for the stuff that I did earlier. Yeah. And then I kept joking, like, every time I curse, I like, swear jar. Um, so, Collision. Surprisingly enough, we have new tag team champions. Tim says it's because they're on their way out. But Ricky Starks and Bid Bill defeated FTR. I don't think they're on their way out. They said, um, what's the, not Dax, but, um, who's the other guy? Not Dax. Cash. Cash. His hurt. 
Mm. And Dax also tweeted, like, he's like, guys, we're not going anywhere. I always say tough guys out. Well, they also they also trademarked CMFTR, though, two days ago. I know they did, yeah. Did they really? Hmm. I thought you were yeah. messing with me. Hmm. <laughs> they really did. Seems like it's happening. Hmm. <laughs> you don't think that's like the sell shirts, though? Well, hell yeah, it is. Because they could do that just selling like pro wrestling tees, then. It's true. Which you can also find. Who else's shirt? Uh, you can actually find ours. We have five different shirt designs. There's uh, two Booker Andy <laughs> shirts, two logo shirts, and then one of our faces. Available now. Yep. Backslash the PW fan. So forget CMFTR. Get, I want to see you wearing our t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Bullet Club gold promo. Um, Tim doesn't understand why there's a cutout of Jay White out there while Jay White is standing there. Yeah, I don't get that. He's <laughs> he's, all, he's, the he's there. He's so part of the gang, the... man. He's part of the like gang. That. I don't like that. Bang bang gang. Stupid. <laughs> Got two words for you: guns up. If you don't like that. Um, but he was at t- he was out there with MJF. I got one Triple word B. for you. Boo. <laughs> He gave a promo talking about how AEW deserve him as a champion. Um, Eddie Kingston would end up retaining the world title, RH world title against Commander. And then we had an ending segment with Adam Copeland. Uh, First of all, I can't believe they tried to compete with Fastlane um, Saturday night. Their views had to have tanked. Secondly, God... Someone fired the cameraman during this whole entire segment because it was pain in this arena and you could see just There's no one, emptiness. Yeah. Maybe the worst shots ever. <laughs> Dude, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Were watching, like, oh my God. Yeah, Andy kept rewinding it, being like, yeah. oh my God, look how bad it is. <laughs> so empty. Yeah, I don't understand. Like- we were just like, oh. I was like, just keep showing like the same group of people. I don't care. Don't show empty seats. It was terrible. I it was know. like, good lord. It's like literally, I was wrong. Adam Copeland put over Jim yeah. Ross during this promo. Um, oh, that's right. That's when it was. Yeah, because he's on coll- uh, collision. Um, but Christian Cage would end up popping up on screen. Um, well, didn't he? I think he called Christian a dick. He said he's always been a dick. Yeah. Um, but Christian Cage would pop up on screen, and then. Um, out would come Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus. Nick Wayne looks like such an idiot. Uh, Where's that sweater now? And the puka shell necklace. Um, yeah, broccoli haircut. I've many things. Dude, that's a f- dude. That's um, a flex now, dude, bro. Don't insult our Gen Z. No, I know. I'm just the old guy, apparently. See, <laughs> yeah, we're um, old now, bro. You're not cool anymore. With your fucking old ass, but Darby America. Allen, they, they, would go to, they would go to take out Copeland, and Darby Allen would come out to help. Um, can I tell? This week, can though, I tell a quick side? Can I tell a quick side story? Just like not wrestling related. You're gonna. It'll take like two seconds. So at Square One, where you can get delicious muffins, like I said earlier, uh, I was in there waiting for my daily coffee, and uh, there's always very nice people who work there, but they're definitely younger than me for sure. Uh, in their at least in their mid to early twenties, I'm in my uh, mid thirties. So 
the the two girls are talking behind the counter and I can hear them like I guess they are the, on the the quote unquote older end of Gen Z and they're like I hate <laughs> and I could hear the one girl be like I hate when I post stuff and people think I'm like a cringy millennial and it's like no I'm not I oh no that. and I was like cringy millennial I was like oh <laughs> Oh like oh my yeah God. that's, that's yeah. what we are now. I was so bad, dude. We're we're cringy millennials now, guys. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ready to get into the pay per view? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, anyways, Lily, you ready to get into the pay per view? All right, fast lane. Lily, Lily is uh, the show's mascot now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, fast lane. Fast lane. Fast lane felt <laughs> like. At times, it felt like a really good TV role. Yeah. And at times, I was like, "This is really," I don't know. I, I was. Uh, up and down. I liked it. it up, yeah, I up liked and down, it. Yeah. I didn't think it was amazing. It was like solid, I guess yeah. is the word. Yeah, overall, I would say it's good. It wasn't like... I feel like the past few pay-per-views have been better. Starting with the opening match, I really enjoyed Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso uh, defeating the Judgment Day to become the new Undisputed Tag Team Champions. Crazy. Very good match. Unexpected, in my eyes, finish. I did not see um, them winning championships but yeah. I also don't think they're going to have it too too long but um, I, I feel like it yeah, was done to cause turmoil within the judgment day yeah I feel like that was the reason why it was booked that way they, they also didn't have it that long at all judgment day they only won it at the last pay-per-view yeah so like they only had it for a month yeah um <laughs> You guys enjoy that match? I thought it was a great opener. Yeah, I thought that was one of the, or maybe the best match on the show. Um, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, mystery partner, defeating Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Basically, 90-95% of the match was a two-on-three until Carlito's music hit. He did not have his classic, I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. I was disappointed music. in that. So was Tim. Tim was disappointed. He's like, I don't like the music. Um, yeah. But Carlito's back. They already had his shirt up on WWE Shop. He's back. He signed. This this is not the same Carlito who stabbed John Zena in the nightclub. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thoughts, Tim? That was an actual storyline back then. Tim would remember that. Oh, Tim, do you remember that? Oh, I remember that. That's fucking classic. Yeah, I was like, I like that Carlito better. It's terrible. I spit in the face. People who don't want to be cool. Yeah. So I went back and watched this next. Went back and watched this next match. Uh, the next day, I think we were putting Tim's daughter to bed. I think I missed some of it, but women's triple threat: EO, Sky, Charlotte Flair, Oscar. Uh, EO Sky retained. This is a really good match, too. Um, sometimes I say it all the time when it's a triple threat. Triple threats can be difficult, and uh, they can just be weird sometimes. They're not my favorite, but when you got 
these three mm-hmm. in it. I thought it they did well. Um, Charlotte is yeah, Charlotte Flair okay. just there now to be solid as fuck in the ring? You know, yeah. Io would end up. I mean, I kind of like that she's not winning too. Yeah. Um, I I, I like the match. That was good. Uh, I mean, all the matches were good. It's just some better than others. Um, yeah. Next match: John Cena and LA Knight defeated Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. Majority of the match, Cena was in. We were waiting for that hot mm-hmm. tag for LA Knight, and he finally like forever. He finally got in there, but um, it wasn't it wasn't that long after he got in that they would end up winning. Um, but I like these yeah. two team teaming up. Um, I think Cena said it afterwards that he felt like he's a little bit rusty. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think he, he said he has, he has work one. to do. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our main event uh, was Seth Rollins defeating Shinsuke Nagamura in a last man standing <laughs> match. This is the thing about last man standing matches to me. It goes on too long. Yeah, especially towards the end when they start counting, they get to eight almost every single time, and they start getting up. I'm like, okay. I don't like them as you much know, as but... I don't like I quit matches. Yeah, Those they're kind of the same thing. Especially like sticking the guys. microphone in people's face. Like, I just, I can't help <laughs> like, think of Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy at Mania. It's, it was awful. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> Never, Jack. You killed Jack, man. <laughs> Kill my dog. Kill my dog. Kill this dog. Sorry, I had a, oh. I had a flashback to that match. Let's never forget that quote unquote in the storyline. Matt Hardy burned <laughs> Jeff Hardy's house down and killed his dog. With his dog and they're inside. All, <laughs> but they're 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 chill no now. Arrested. They, they know they all the storylines. The storylines were wild back then. The same that, that was around the same time as like Carlito stabbing John Cena. <laughs> you killed Jack, man. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker put his his buddy Paul Bearer in a concrete crypt. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. He didn't kill him. He didn't kill he just him. Just made him go away. He for just a made little, him disappear. <laughs> he just went away. <laughs> um. So overall, uh, I mean, I thought Shinsuke was gonna win this one, match. If I had to pick one, I thought he would like before oh, really? the match started. I thought maybe they would give to Shinsuke for like a little bit, and then Rollins would just win it back. Just to keep the feud going, but um, did not turn out the way Seth Rollins retained. Yeah, I now, kind of feel bad for Shinsuke. Before we leave and Tim takes us out, you want to talk about some favorite moments from the press conference afterwards? I mean, now, you, you guys saw Jay and Cody. You showed it to be me. Inebriated. It should be inebriated after each press conference for now. Uh, they need to be. That was amazing. That was so much fun. Even when Jay good- first came out. By himself, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just like. Then Triple H comes out. And he says, "Eat," and he was a good sport about the whole thing. Yeah, um, very entertaining. It was a highlight of the press conference. Was Jay so Cody would try to be serious, but then would end up like falling short, like cracking up. Yeah, and he's like, "We may have had one or two. What do you call them? Libations?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like on the truck. <laughs> Everyone started laughing. I'm like, "Oh no." Um. But yeah, overall, overall, pretty good wrestling week. I'd say Fastlane was Fastlane was fun. Um, yeah. If you really look at it, though, 
more than 50% of it, well, there was five matches, and 80%, or no, 60% of the show was tag matches. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, usually they've been having six at pay-per-views, but I guess because some went longer than others. Um, but yeah, and if you guys don't have any other thoughts to add, take us out, Tim. Uh, my classic show of the week this week is Starcade 99, which brings you some classic, classic matchups such as Vampiro versus Dr. Death Steve Williams, uh, Jeff Jarrett versus Dustin Rhodes, the natural Dustin Rhodes, as some of you might know him, a.k.a. the Gold Dust, uh, Diamond Alephys Page versus David Flair, that's a throwback, uh, Sting versus Lex, Ru- Sting versus Lex Luger, Kevin Nash versus Sid Vicious, Chris Benoit versus Jeff Jarrett, main evented that night for the World Heavyweight Championship, Bret Hart versus Goldberg. So uh, some big throwback matches. I've just been watching a lot of WCW lately. I'm wearing a WCW Nitro hat right now. So that that was on my list of things that I watched over the past few weeks that I actually enjoyed. Uh, my favorite thing to do, and I know this is so corny, but uh, it, it's so fun. I'd love to uh, maybe indulge in a, uh, in a uh, mind-altering substance. And then what you do is... You turn off all the lights, and then you turn on WCW Nitro. Dude, it's like you just got teleported back into, like, 1997. It's the same. <laughs> but, uh... uh okay. It sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's great. But, uh... Dude, you just it, it's get, illegal. Like, teleported back to the 90s, man? Dude, it, well, first of all, it's a mind-altering substance that is legal, I should say, in, in a lot of states. It is legal. <laughs> in in yeah. many states. Uh... In many states, including ours that we're in. So I'm glad that we could get, bring you all some lighthearted stuff this week. I did want to close out with this. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of you were like, oh, my gosh, I thought I was going to have get to go a whole few hours without hearing about this. Obviously, there is a, a lot of stuff going on with uh, Israel and Palestine right now. Uh, I would have to check the demographics and see to know if we have listeners over in those areas uh on either side the sides at this point i it's not what we're here to talk about uh i'm just want to say from my heart uh i'm i'm just so sorry on both sides that uh you all have to go through this and if we have uh listeners over there that listen to the show that if this brings you 45 minutes to an hour and 10 minutes of laughter I'm glad that we could do that for you. I, as a father, I, I'm, I'm very uh, saddened, and I read a lot of stuff and looked at a lot of stuff today that I wish I shouldn't, wish I didn't see. But the fact is, I wish I didn't see it. But you all are living it uh, in real life, so I'm so sorry that's going on. I, I hope that if we have listeners over there, we could bring you a little bit of joy. Uh, everybody. Give uh, your family, your brothers, your sisters, your mom, your dad, your kids, give them a hug. You know, where uh, if you're if if you live in a place where you're lucky, where you get to be in your bed safe at home at night with your family, and you don't have to worry about something bad happening to you. Uh, I think that's something that we should all be uh, grateful for. Um, and uh, if you are having a, a hard time dealing with any of uh, this stuff, you know, maybe uh, you need something to get 
your mind off it, wrestling is always a great thing to do that. So uh, keep watching wrestling. Enjoy pro wrestling. That's why we do this show. We love pro wrestling. And we will talk to you next week for episode 102. We love you, everybody. Thanks again. Thank you.